Welcome to Your Security, a podcast on walking victimless in today's world. I'm Gabriel Grimes. In this podcast, I discuss how to stay alert and situationally aware no matter where you are or where you go. Good afternoon. It is March the 28th, 28th of March, episode 35 of this podcast, uh, day 13 of the COVID-19 response. Man, yesterday I said it was day 14, but uh, it was only day 12. Yeah, day 12. I can tell you what, the days seem so much longer when the whole world is uh, dealing with a crisis. And you are stuck at home doing your other work, um, working from home. But when you turn on the TV and everybody's doing a ton of things, at least it looks like it, that people are doing a lot of work, it seems as though you're you're just kind of hanging there in in limbo for a little bit. And that reminds me of something very important. You know, all, everything that I see, it goes back to security. I'm always thinking about how this affects security. How does this affect corporate security? And what can I do to make it better for my clients? And what can I do better? If I was a global security manager for a company, what would I do? What do I need to do for my, my clients, the other employees that are depending on me to help them get through this? And it, it occurred to me that when a crisis is in full swing, and I remember when Hurricane Harvey came to Houston, that everybody was in crisis mode. I mean, there were the, the companies had their crisis management teams going. I had the crisis management team going for my company. We were addressing the issues of going out and taking care of employees. We were addressing um, what to do to close down different buildings to address the issues of maybe leaks or maybe um, uh, the downed equipment, um, flooding, any of those kind of things that were addre- that were affecting or could affect business as usual. And of course, also we're looking at our resources, our human resources. How are they dealing with the situation? What do they need to weather the storm? And the for the most part, I would say about 10%, 5-10% of the employees were working hard at company-related events or issues to get the company uh, prepared or able to weather the storm or the upcoming storm. Whereas you have uh, 90 to 95% of the employees that were just on hold. Now, granted, many of them were being infected uh, in real life. I mean, they, they had other issues going on. Many of our employees were um, had been flooded out and they needed, they needed help. But there were other employees that just couldn't help. I mean, they wanted to. Maybe they they wanted to hand out food. Maybe they wanted to help out with, you know, the rescue efforts. But they just couldn't. They themselves were in a position they could not reach. Uh, they could not reach any outlet, any helping outlet. They could not go out to where the the marshals or where the people were with with boats to help other people. Maybe they didn't have boats. Whatever the case is, they had a desire to help, but they just couldn't. They weren't part of this crisis management team, but they wanted to be. So so what do we do with those employees? I mean, those are the ones that kind of go stir-crazy. What do I do? What do I do? I, I don't know how to get out of the house. It's, it's important to do something, and yet here I am at home, and I feel like a third wheel or the fifth wheel. Third wheel 
for a uh, bicycle would be a tricycle, so it's probably be the fifth wheel. <laughs> well, so, and that's a that's a really good point. <coughs> but what is important for the those employees to understand? It's important. It's important for us to understand right now during this COVID response. If you are at home, and you've done everything you can do at home, you've you've done your honey do list, you've painted the walls, you've um, uh, mowed the lawn for the second time, maybe third time, who knows? Uh, you've unstopped the toilets. You've fixed the uh, the water faucets. You've changed all the light bulbs. You've done everything on your honeydew list that you thought you'd never get to. Or maybe you were hoping you would never get to. So, what is the next thing to do? Well, let me tell you. So, the next thing to do is to remain mentally active. It's so easy to fall into boredom, which then turns into depression which starts turning all this activity in on yourself. And then if it starts turning in on yourself, then you start becoming uh, depressed because you start looking at, at, at you, at, at what is wrong with you, what are the issues at home. And the focus is, is lopsided. It's too, too it's hyper-focused on yourself and what you need to do is starting to think about plans you need to you need to identify first of all a routine and i mentioned this two or three episodes ago you need to create a routine and those are and there there are three general areas in a day that you need to identify your morning routine your night routine and then your day routine <coughs> now your morning routine is very simple the morning and the and the nighttime routine is normally kind of rote. It is what you've always done. Always done. It's something that you uh, learned maybe in high school or college. It is your process of getting up in the morning and brushing your teeth, uh, washing your face, brushing your hair, getting dressed. Maybe it's meditation. It's prayer. It's having your breakfast. Uh, it's watching maybe you know some news. Uh, getting up to date on current events, uh, and then finally, when you're ready, you start your day day, which is normally the moment that you start with your first appointment or you uh, arrive at your office. Now, uh, your nighttime routine is very similar. It is the it is it starts right after uh, maybe it's maybe it starts right after dinner, maybe it starts right after you get home from the day. It could be when you return from a business trip to the hotel. It's the moment you come back to the hotel room. Whatever those are, that is your nighttime routine. And that could be uh, setting out your work, finishing the homework that you have during the day that you were left over, identifying what are the things that you're going to do the next day, setting out your clothes for the next uh, uh, business day, Taking a shower, brushing your teeth, um, getting ready for bed, maybe watching some TV. Again, meditation, prayer. It's it's all of those things. Those are your evening. That's your evening routine. Your morning routine, and your evening routine. And those are normally set in stone. It's something that is in your your biological clock. You learned it in college. <coughs> maybe you learned it when you first got into the workforce. In any case. This is this is who you are. This and it should be. It it should mark who you are. When you lose your routine, when you get out of your routine, 
you'll feel lost. Uh, if, and if that isn't the case, then you haven't really created a routine <laughs> for you. It's something that you think it's a routine, but not really. <clears throat> a routine is is such a it's a comforting process that that uh, that you engage in that keeps your mind focused. And this is important, especially during these times of uncertainty. You need to have something that you do that is a consistent, that's a constant. It's something that you can go back to and it says, okay, everything is right with the world because of this. You know, I saw this great uh, video of an admiral, a Navy admiral, and he talks about making your bed in the morning. And by making your bed in the morning, it's this routine. It's something that you do every day. It's a commitment to yourself to keep yourself orderly. And you would think at the first, it's no big deal. You know, why would you, you know, make your bed? You're going to go back into go back to your bed eventually and so if you have to go back to your bed eventually why make it but this US Navy admiral makes a really good point by making your bed you create this routine it creates a constant and no matter how your day is when you come back from your crazy day maybe it's a boring day maybe I, maybe I don't know what kind of a day it is but whatever it is when you come back you always know one thing your bed is made and it is beautiful and that is something that you can rely on this helps you stay sane believe it or not so you, let's identify your morning routine do it for me write down what is your morning routine and then you give yourself a block. How long does it take for your morning routine to, to go? You know, is it, uh, is it a 30-minute routine? Is it an hour routine? You know, write it down. Same thing for your evening routine or your afternoon routine. Get that down. Get that set on paper. Uh, and then create those blocks in your day, your morning and your night. And then finally, your day routine. Your day routine is going to be whatever it is that you do normally. And that can be identified the night before during your night routine, give yourself some time to write down the things that you need to get done the next day, which could be making phone calls to people, visiting somebody, doing something else at the home. Whatever those are, those should be, they should fill your day with activities. And when your activity is complete, you must go to the second activity. Do not, no matter what, do not spend the whole day watching Netflix or YouTube or TikTok or Snapchat or whatever it is that you want to watch, which is entertainment. Do not, because what is that going to do? It's going to fill yourself with mental uh, cotton candy, <laughs> mental junk food, and you're going to feel terrible at the end of the day. It's, you're just not going to have accomplished anything. So by creating a schedule during your day, the night before, you are going to commit yourself to a schedule. Committing yourself to this schedule is kind of like going to work. In the, in the morning you go to work, you have a set meeting with your boss, you have a set meeting with your employees, you have a set meeting with um, the other managers, the directors, you have certain reports you have to complete. By doing all of this, it keeps your mind settled in activities and this this. Um, commitment to yourself to go to the next one. And so there's a, always a forward movement of doing the next one. I have to finish this to go to the next one and then go to the next one. This movement forward is actually positive for your body, positive for your mind.
and you're going to feel well. Now, I'm sure I have spoken about this before. The problem is I have noticed this to be an increasing issue with my friends and my friends' families. <clears throat> and if we don't address it quickly, it can really spiral out of hand. You know, the depression or I just can't get out of bed or I don't feel like it or I haven't done anything. Those things can really get us down. Now, so now is the time to make mental mental note on how to get things done. <clears throat> and it is very much in line with security. Because if your mind is not present in what you're doing, you will create a gap in your life, a security gap in your life. What does that mean? It means that you're just not going to be present. Your mind is going to be wandering. It is not focused on your your uh, surroundings. It is not alert. It is not aware. And that is where the bad guys can take advantage. And I'm telling you, we are in a situation in the world, not just the U.S., but in the world, we are in a situation where bad guys can thrive. I haven't seen it yet. Uh, thank God I have not seen the bad guys take advantage of this situation, but I can tell you what, it's only a matter of time. The fact that people are not supposed to be moving around, the fact that people aren't supposed to be going to their jobs or for their, to their businesses, this is just a prime environment for someone, for a bad guy, to take advantage of this situation and try to, to uh, uh, benefit financially or economically in the situation and that's bad for all of us bad for society bad for um, the companies the businesses themselves and especially bad for you and I it's very important that we make we keep ourselves mentally active uh, alert and aware of the things that are around us so I, I encourage you right now especially if um, it, you are the leader in your company, reach out to your managers and encourage them to create this, uh, you know, proper routines at home. Just because they're working from home does not mean that they shouldn't have a routine, and so that they can also teach that with their family and have the whole family unit alert and aware. If part of the family becomes depressed, it is kind of like bad apples. You know, when you have a bad apple and it's put next to a healthy apple, the bad apple. It actually creates a certain gas around it that contaminates the good apple, and it rotten. It makes the good apple uh, go bad quicker than than normal, and that's the exact same thing we're trying to avoid in this situation. When you're in a family and you have a family member who is not well, who is depressed, who is very I don't want to say egocentric, but it is in them in themselves. They are very in themselves. That's the kind of person who will bring the rest of the family down. And it is super important that everybody do their part to stay mentally alert and aware during this time. This is good for you. This is good for your family. And it's going to be good for the business as well. Uh, encourage the, the rest, your managers, to pass this information down to their subordinates and the people within their teams that they're working with because it's only this way do we stay mentally focused and alert. Check in on the people that you love. Check in on the people that depend on you. Check in on the people that you depend on. And encourage them. Give them words of encouragement. You know, this is really important. What you sow is what you reap. And when you sow encouragement, you will get encouraged. Just, I don't know why it is. You know, the Bible talks about it. And so it's a, it's a law. It's a spiritual law, first of all. But it's important to do. 
Encourage other people, you will feel encouraged. Uh, lift someone else up, and you will feel lifted up as well. So, uh, it has been a long and beautiful day. I have to say that on a personal note, I did an amazing stir-fry. I have to say, I'm going to give myself a little pat on the back. By back. <laughs> and I did um, some amazing patatas bravas. So during my lockdown time, I'm getting better and better at my cooking, which may or may not be a good thing because the more I cook, the more I eat. And I'm thinking about biscuits next. <laughs> anyway, thank you so much for tuning in. I do appreciate it. Remember, you are security. Do you have a story you would like to share? If you're on Anchor, then send me a message. I'd like that. I enjoy bringing you the best security hacks twice a week. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. Share it, post it, send me a message. And always remember, you are security.